What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast, back with another episode. And today's show is the single episode of the week, as you're probably noticing, right? I normally come out with episodes Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Today only Friday, and I'm going to get into that a little bit in today's show. So I'm going to actually make a pretty big announcement about the podcast, something I've been thinking about for a while, and um, just kind of uh, drawing a lesson from that. This is going to be a little bit more lengthy show, and that might be a more common thing. So you're probably going to see this episode be somewhere from uh, 30 minutes plus, you know, 30 to 60 minutes in there, uh, more of a traditional podcast length type episode. And I still might do some mini episodes as I go on. But as I said, I will get into that in today's show. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for checking out the podcast if you're brand new. Thank you for subscribing if you're a returning podcast listener. And if you're a big fan, thank you for leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes. That all helps the podcast so much. And I appreciate each and every one of you taking the time for all of that. Let's dive into today's episode and today's topic or topics, hint, hint, uh, it's all about workouts. It's all about nutrition. It's all about mindset. Let's go. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome back to another show. And, you know, this is the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. You guys, if you're returning listeners, are used to a certain format, which is Monday, um, Motivation Mondays, Wednesday, Workout Wednesdays, and Friday, Foodie Fridays. Things are changing here in the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. This might be unpopular uh, for some and popular for others. Uh, This one is kind of a decision. This big announcement that I have to make to start the episode is something that I have kind of contemplated for a long time. It's something that I have struggled with for uh, really the last six or seven months, but especially in the last one or two, uh, and that is the quantity of episodes that I put out, right? You might have, you know, if you pay attention to little things like the time of the episodes and uh, even, you know, a little bit of the quality of the episodes as as far as in when they're coming out, the actual content in those certain episodes, it seems to me as maybe someone who's a little bit too hard on himself that the quality is decreasing, and that the 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 amount of content that I'm able to come up with, the amount of content that I'm able to produce is also declining. And I knew this would happen. I knew this would be a point in the podcast that I would have to bring up to you guys and I would really have to, you know, kind of convince you of my point of view and so you guys can can understand where I'm coming from. Uh, just to give you a little backstory on the podcast, if you're not familiar, it's about 256 or seven episodes in, and uh, most of these have been solo, right? A lot of, I have done several interviews. I've interviewed um, some cool entrepreneurs. I've interviewed some good fitness people, some people from other podcasts, um, some people that I looked up to in the industry. I've interviewed some people, but you know, at least two 
240 or so of these episodes have been all by myself, which has been challenging, but I, you know, you'll ask anyone around me and any friend of mine, any family member of mine, they will all tell you that I really don't run out of things to say. I can talk if it's about something that I want to talk about. I can talk for a long, long time. And that's just me, right? That's just Jordan. But, you know, I... When I started, I knew I had enough to say that I could really pump out the quantity, and that was a strategy more than a preference, right? It was me going into this whole hobby, this whole project, this whole, you know, start of a business, right? Start of something that I really always wanted to do, and it was all about pumping out crazy quantity, getting a lot of information out there for free right away, right? And then that would draw a lot of audience, and then when I have the audience, I can produce whatever kind of content I want, and you you kind of earn a little bit more freedom, right? And that's the point that I feel like I'm at right now. So uh, as of today, the podcast has, uh, you know, around 200,000 total downloads, which is, it sounds like a lot, but it's, you know, it's pretty modest in size. It's like a, it's like a small to medium podcast, which is cool. And I feel like I have good interactions with you guys. You guys are asking me questions. You're reviewing the show. You're, you know, downloading every episode, which means you're subscribed. And there's been some really big episodes, some ones that weren't so big. And I've learned a ton through this whole process, right? But I feel like I've kind of earned the audience a little bit as, as much in the fact that I need to dial back on the quantity just a little bit. So I came out with all this quantity three times a week, basically nonstop. I took one week off in the last 250 episodes and, you know, was in the last couple months late on a lot of these episodes. And that was really getting to me, right? It was really getting to me. It was, it was affecting the quality of the podcast as well, because I felt like I wasn't really putting all of myself into it when the episodes would come up late, that would translate over to actually what I talked about in the show. So I apologize for that. If you feel like the quality hasn't been as high as normal, that is about to change. And the big announcement for today is that I'm going to do, uh, go to weekly podcasts. I'm still going to include the same kind of topics. I'm still going to do a Motivation Monday segment, a Workout Wednesday segment, and a Foodie Friday segment in the sense that I'm going to be answering your questions. But what I really want to do is a lot of Q&As and do these weekly in a little bit longer form. Be sure I hit that half hour mark, uh, even plus, you know, all the way up to an hour, depending on what I'm talking about and how many questions I get. But I, I, I don't feel like doing three podcasts a week is super sustainable, and I don't really feel like it's it's the way that I enjoy the podcast the most, right? The coolest part about making something like a podcast or YouTube channel or a blog is that, yes, there's hacks and algorithms and things to help you jump your way to the top, which is one reason why I decided to focus on the quantity, right? To jump up the charts a little bit faster, to hop into new and noteworthy and make sure I was getting a lot of total downloads for the whole show. However, the cool thing about having these platforms is that they're yours and you can really do whatever you want with them, right? You're not owned by a radio station. You're not owned by Netflix or you're not owned by Fox right, or ABC. You have the power to do whatever you want to do uh, with your with your publications, with your media, whatever you want, right? You, you have the power to change things up on a whim, which is what I'm doing. And I'm taking advantage of the coolest part of today's media world and today's technology, which is the power to really make any custom changes at any time and in real time, right? So you guys are going to see a sudden change in the podcast. You're probably wondering where I've been this last week. And that was just me 
getting ready for this announcement, getting ready for a long show, and making sure that the quality for this one is going to be sky high, that the the content is going to be spot on. You're going to walk away with not just one tip, right? You're not going to walk away with, this is how I fast. You're not going to walk away with, this is what is happening in fitness, food, and freedom. You're going to go away with some workout tips. You're going to go away with some mindset tricks and tips, and you're going to find out what's going on with me, right? You're going to also go away with some nutrition information, some things, you know, maybe a little more scientific, maybe some more opinionated type things, some things that I found have worked for clients and myself. And that's going to be the new format of the podcast. A lot of value, the same amount of value, if not more, all packed into one episode. So that's the update on fitness, food, and freedom. And, you know, let's let's just, you know, Let's just take this whole lesson and apply it to any other area where, you know, the biggest, now that I'm kind of turning over this new leaf here, I feel like I can talk about the subject that is the most important and it really is what I think is everything in fitness, which is sustainability and doing what you can actually handle, right? Maybe it's superior to do um, seven workouts a week. Maybe it's superior to do really heavy training with compound lifts, Maybe it's superior to sprint instead of walk, right? Maybe it's superior to do more podcasts instead of just one per week. And, you know, maybe that's what's preferred. But is that something that you can actually handle and sustain, right? Both in my podcast world, in business and fitness, is it something you can sustain? And this is a question you always have to ask yourself. You have to think of yourself uh, down the road, right? Put yourself in future Jordan's shoes or future Megan or Ryan or Trevor, right? Whatever your name is, put yourself in your future self's shoes and, and imagine what life will be like at that point. Will you be able to sustain what you're doing? And is it something you can handle in all types of circumstances, right? Are you able to handle the diet that you're on uh, You know, when life gets a little harder? Are you able to handle the diet you're on for for years and years and years or is it something that you feel is pretty restrictive is it something you feel isn't very flexible is it something you feel like you know it doesn't really allow you to enjoy yourself to the fullest and that's really what the question i've been asking myself recently is and what you guys should ask yourself in everything right not just podcast not just fitness but everything uh, can you sustain what you're doing? Is what you're doing going to be effective down the road? Because it's only effective if you can stick to it. And that's really the the principle you can take from this whole lesson that I've learned through this podcast. Now, I don't say going you know, three times a week in the podcast was a mistake because it helped grow the audience like crazy. I'd recommend it to anybody trying to start a podcast to do more frequency. I would, you know, it helped me polish the craft of podcasting uh, to to really build on where I was at and really improve as a podcaster over the last year. And where I was doing, if I was doing one episode a week, right, 52 episodes versus uh, 150 in a year, it's going to be a lot difference in, in how good of a podcaster I am and how comfortable I feel with the microphone. And I feel super, super comfortable with the microphone. Um, and I feel like I could talk about anything and have anybody on and uh, be asked any question and be able to, you know, 
put my words together properly uh, into a microphone, which a lot of people would kind of get nervous about. So it's not a mistake. And if you're doing something that's not sustainable right now, it's not a mistake. It's a learning opportunity. It's helping you grow. It's it's helping you become aware of what works and what doesn't in your own life, in your own fitness journey, in your own business, in everything. So that's kind of the first lesson. This is the mindset trick of the day, the little tip of the day for your motivation Monday, your mindset. Uh, and you know, it's something to think about. It's a question you should always be asking yourself in every area. So I wanted to jump into some questions I put up on my Instagram. It's at StoltzFit on Instagram, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T. I put up on my Insta story the other day, I was out back grilling some chicken and I put up a, uh, a Q&A form in the Instagrams and I got some questions from that. I want to answer some of those in today's episode. That's going to be one way I collect questions is through Instagram. Another way will be just through email and from the website, but I'll, I like to do most of my interaction on Instagram because I feel like it's, it's, you know, it gives you the notifications. It's easier to kind of manage all the comments and the, the direct messages through Instagram. Uh, so I prefer that platform. So I'm going to kind of draw from there most of the time. So if you want a question answered, just, you know, slide into my DMS at Stoltz fit and I'll get to your question next time. I'll even put up some posts on Insta story or even normal posts. So you guys can, can comment your questions or you can, you know, send your questions to me. This first question is about training, and I've done an episode on this before, but I wanted to do it again because this is actually a common theme uh, in today's questions, right? I'm doing a few questions today, and I noticed that this was a topic that was brought up quite often, which was what to do when you're sick or stressed, right? So this is specifically with training. I'm going to get into diet a little bit later with a separate question, but this one specifically is how should I alter my training when sick or with a cold or stress, right? And don't really want to work out. So these are times where the sustainability thing is going to be huge, right? And this is really one, one reason why for a lot of people, I don't really advocate for doing too many training sessions a week. Now I need to say that with an asterisk because personally I've been training seven days a week lately, which is just a personal thing I'm experimenting with and something that I've actually really been enjoying. Maybe I'll get into that in a separate episode and exactly how I'm splitting a seven day split up, but I'm doing seven days of training a week. And uh, really that's just to get out and move. And that's just because I feel so much better when I move and able to get stress out that way. However, for most people, I wouldn't really recommend that, especially to start because you need a certain aspect of flexibility and sustainability in your programming, right? If you're doing five, six, seven sessions a week and they're scheduled and they have to be on certain days, it's going to be a lot harder to, it's not, you know, I don't know if harder is the right word, but let's say it's going to throw a way bigger wrench in the tires there, right? When you come into a time of your life where you're sick, where you're stressed, where you're not really able to follow your program and it's going to mess up everything. So instead, I usually start people off on three to four sessions with an optional one or two. And those optional ones are going to be either total isolation days where you're doing things with bands or dumbbells at home and you're just focusing on problem areas you want to bring up. Or they're going to be cardio, which is going to probably be low intensity like walking or like riding your bike or even just hiking, right? It's going to be fun. It's going to be play. And when you are 
when you're in that kind of split, you have a lot more flexibility because with three or four days of going to the gym, of actually training hard, let's say three days, you can split those up however you want to, right? I normally let people go two back to back if they want. Ideally, they would split them up like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, or something like that. But you could go Monday, Tuesday, Friday, right? You could go Monday, Tuesday, Saturday. You could do that even if it's not optimal and just try to get out and be active on your other days. Uh, that is the most flexible way to split up your your uh, training, right? You have to realize that the more frequency goes up, the less flexible it's going to be, which as I said, you know, is a preference thing because I right now I kind of prefer to not have the flexibility. I'd rather just have to go every single day and make it a habit. However, uh, if you, you know, get sick often, if you have trips come up, you have vacations, you have times that can be really stressful and you don't necessarily want to train every day, a three or four day split is going to be really, really good for you. So that's the first thing to think about is, is your training sustainable? Are you able to work it around that time that you're sick, right? If you're sick on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, just train, you know, one or two sessions before that, and then wait till you're not sick and do that third or fourth session at that point. That's going to be the best way to do it. In general, though, you know, if you can't work your training around it, I would always suggest try to train if you can, right? Not if you're violently ill, but I do think that training is going to make you feel a lot better if you're sick. So if you're not wanting to work your program around it and you want to keep pushing through, you know, I would suggest just trying it out. Going to the gym and moving around might actually make you feel a lot better. I know that like when I'm sick, uh, it's it, it, it kind of sucks to be trapped up in a little box, right? It feels like a little germ box and that's not what I'm crazy about. That's not really what I like uh, to feel where the room's starts like smelling like sick and you know it feels just sick in the air and that is no good so I would recommend actually getting out pushing through I mean if you have to alter your workouts a little bit that is fine which is one reason I'm kind of going off on tangents but uh, I don't really like workouts where you have to do a certain weight right I want you to go into the gym and I want you to feel out uh, a certain rep range a certain intensity level and and uh, you know use the weight that's appropriate for that day so some days if you're having a super good day you got a ton of sleep uh, you feel spot on maybe you pick up some pretty heavy dumbbells, right? And you're able to, you're able to do some dumbbell presses with those. However, if you are sick or you're stressed or you're struggling or you're low on time, you're able to warm up and you don't feel great. Maybe you need to gauge that and listen to your body a little bit and lower that weight a little bit, right? It's not as much like being in tune with your body as it's being in tune with just how the workout seems to be going as you go, right? So if you are warming up and stuff feels heavy, react to that. Don't just push through and ignore it and, and uh, you know, go just adjust your workout from there. Be sure you're still going hard enough and you're being intense enough with your workout, but realize there's going to be times where you're going to have good days and times where you're going to have bad days. Um, I guess that's my general advice for training while you're sick or stressed is to try to do it if you can. Uh, if you don't want to, try to move your training days around that so you don't mess up your program. What I would not want you to do is completely fall off the wagon here because you know, you, know, you feel like you're going through this time and you put training on the back burner. The one thing I always tell people is 
to try to make training your rock in your day, right? To try to make it the thing that can't be moved, the thing that is the most steady and sturdy no matter what. It's always at the same time. It's at the same place. It's it's the same uh, workout as last week, you know, maybe. And it's something that isn't negotiable. It's something that you can't just, you know, roll out of bed and be like, nah, I don't really feel like training, so I'm not going to, or I'm feeling like I'm coming down with a head cold, so I'm going to watch TV instead, right? That's not really how you're going to make progress. You're going to make progress through making it a habit, making it a rock in your schedule and being insanely consistent with it. However, you do need to have the flexibility in your programming and uh, the sustainable program that you can actually stick to over a long course of time. So that's my thoughts on training while you're sick. And that's my answer to the first question. So the next question uh, comes from Instagram as well, and this one was eerily similar to the training question that I got also on Instagram, which was, how do you eat during stressful times, right? Which essentially I'm assuming means that you either want to undereat or overeat. I know a lot of people uh, tend to overeat, and I know a lot of people tend to undereat, right? I am actually an undereater if I'm stressed or busy. Um, where, you know, you know, I just kind of don't really want to eat food and it's not really appetizing to me. However, a lot of people are the opposite where they want to eat everything in sight when they're stressed or when they're going through a hard time. Uh, you know, this is a hard question because I know there's a lot of severities of stress, right? You could be talking about someone in your family dying. You could be talking about your house burning down, right? Or you could be talking about a test coming up or your tire pops on the highway, right? They're all stress, but, you know, without knowing the details, boy, are they different levels of stress, right? Because they're they're not the same kind of stress. There's some that's more stressful and there's some that's less stressful. So I really need uh, some more details on that, I guess. So these are the cases where I really think it's important that people are tracking what they're putting in their bodies, right? Because uh, it's it's going to be hard during these stressful times of your life to really eat the amount you're supposed to be eating, right? If you're not actually forcing yourself to do that, right? So you might feel like it's a better time to listen to your body and to kind of eat a little bit more intuitively. But what really that's gonna do is it's gonna really mess up your goals on other on other levels, right? So if you are focusing on, let's say like losing weight, you're focusing on losing weight, uh, but you have a time in your life where you are really stressed out for like a month, and you are an overeater, what that's gonna do during that time is that you're going to eat way more than the calorie deficit that you're in and totally undo all that progress, right? However, if you are an undereater, it's going to kind of be similar, uh, but we're, what's, what's really going to happen is you are going to 